morning, morning, or welcome. Yes, I have grown a tash, I have got a nose ring, and I am covered in tattoos. I am your barista for the day. Welcome to Espresso Short, snappy Espresso Short podcast episodes. I've literally downloaded all the wisdom from all the founders and all the brands, like Good, Tills, Coconut Collaborative, Candy Kittens, Little Moons, Planet Organic, and I've distilled it into this micro short snappy wisdom to give you a massive edge on the day to kickstart your day so look without further ado let's get cracking and enjoy this espresso shot one of the things that i liked about it was that i think if you want british people where sweet, is this place, healthy, there is one actually somewhere in cambridge circus i think there's one oh, quite a big one yeah um uh, by the way did you read the book hospitality beyond reason by will um, no, I need uh, to read that. And that's an astounding book. If you, if you want me to put you in touch with him for an interview. Oh, that'd be amazing. One of the most interesting things he did, which is the kind of thing I absolutely love. So he had this restaurant, 11 Madison Park, uh, which at one point actually became, I think, the highest rated restaurant in the world. I'm, a, I'm always a bit sceptical about that because, I mean, damn, the difference between number 75 and number one is going to be pretty kind of trivial. But... Um, one of the things he did, which I really admire him for, which is uh, effectively a kind of game theory approach, a gamesmanship approach. Now, he went as a sort of competitor review to probably Chez Panisse or something like that, or the French Laundry. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, one of the best restaurants in New York. And unsurprisingly, he was doing this as a kind of competitive assessment. The experience was fantastic. And then he notices the killer thing. Okay, uh, At the end of the meal what you got was a cup of filter coffee. Okay? That was it. And he, so he immediately goes back to his restaurant and goes, don't try and beat them at what they're good at. Find their little weak spot. And um, uh, he um, uh, did something absolutely brilliant, which is he had already a waiter, I think, or possibly a chef, who was absolutely obsessed with coffee and said, from now on, you're the coffee sommelier. Okay? Your job is to offer people completely different blends of coffee, espresso, you know, whatever whatever coffee you want. Uh, you know, we'll buy the machinery. And this will be, you know, one of the best cups of coffee you've ever had. Now, from the peak end rule of Daniel Kahneman, you know. What's the, uh, what's that? Uh, the idea being that how an experience ends has a disproportionate effect on the memory of your experience. Mm. So if you listen to a wonderful symphony, but at the end there's a scratch on the record and it gets stuck your memory will be disproportionately compromised. Yep. And similarly, if you have a great meal, but it ends with shit coffee. Quick one, guys. Espresso's have got a brand new sponsor, Unleashed. Unleashed is inventory management software that talks directly to your finance and econ software. We use Unleashed daily at Islands. I bloody love it. We've got our admin time in half, saving approximately 30K a year. Why use it? Save money, save headaches, save stress. Get granular clarity on your margins. No way your stock is. Don't miss availability. Look, your favorite brands literally use Unleashed as their backbone. Candy Kittens, Tiny Rebel, Trip, all these religiously. Look, there's a link in the show notes. Please feel free to book in a call with Josh. He's a wonderful sales team at Unleashed. They're amazing. Even nothing comes of it. And even better news, you'll get your first month free if you reference Hungary. Thank you. And then he went one step further, which is he appointed a beer sommelier. Now, I've noticed this. If you happen not to want to drink wine at a fancy restaurant, you're treated like shit. 
because they're going to top up all your friends' fucking glasses. And, ooh, do you want another bottle of this? You, you, if you're ordering wine, you're treated like a god. If you want a beer, you're basically neglecting you. <laughs> can, can I have another beer, please, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he actually appointed a guy as the kind of beer sommelier. Then, uh, you know, now what was fantastic about this was that it must have coincided with that period of extraordinary kind of effusion of brilliant American craft beers. And the beer makers were so bloody chuffed that a really serious restaurant was taking beer seriously. They were basically kind of always delivering bottles of their finest craft double IPAs, you know, not quite for free, but I mean, they were absolutely overrun. Now, I don't know if there is an Indian restaurant somewhere in Smithfield, which I think it closed down because, probably because of Crossrail, but they had a really serious approach to beer. Mm. And it's often totally neglected. And I think, you know, I thought that book, what's his name? Will, can you remember his name? Uh, I can't remember his surname. It's definitely called Hospitality Beyond Reason. Mm. Um, a fantastic book, by the way. I mean, anybody yeah, yeah. anybody in the customer service business should read it. And um, uh, that point of actually saying, okay, where, where are we falling short? And beer is a fantastic example. Uh, where most great restaurants, I think, fall really, really short. You start looking at the problem, back to what we are talking about with James Dyson, looking at the problem from the wrong way round. Wrong way round, And exactly. And I interviewed Charlie McVeigh. Do you know Charlie McVeigh? Yeah. And you have to remind me, I know the name. So he did, he 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 basically took, well, exactly what you're saying, right? So he built, built a business called, I interviewed him, funnily enough, above a pub, The Ring in um, Southwark, great pub. Oh, yeah. Um, and he had, he created a business called The Draft House, which he sold to Brewdog. But basically, yeah, Brewdog was 2009, Camden Town was 2012. Charlie set this up in 2006 when craft beer wasn't the sort of, mm. you know, profulsion it's got now, right? So, but he was like... Okay, and God, so, does it deserve it? I mean... God gee, it, yeah, yeah. So, but he looked, he looked at it and they're like, right, we're going to put the beer first. Yeah. And then the food, the food second, right? So they had this whole smorgasbord of different craft beers, which back, you know, this almost coming up 20 years ago, 15, 20 years ago. It was like, what are you doing? He tried to sell Italian food. Nah. And it just didn't work. And their first pub was in absolute disarray because it, it they got the, the bit right about the beers. Almost, he wanted beer, everyone behind the bar, to be more of a beer sommelier versus, yes. versus you know, back in the day, it was like, you know, pour a fucking pint and then here's your packet of scratchings or whatever, right? Little blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they were like, yeah. Supping so, ale, session ale. He almost created like the Apple yeah. Genius Bar. Yeah, yeah, right, but, for, but, beer. for beer. But for right? booze. Yeah, for yeah. booze, which is amazing. Thank you so, so much for listening. It honestly means the world to me. I hope you enjoyed your morning coffee and go and have an amazing day. Let's be having ya. If you want the full episode, it will be in the show notes. A link will be in the show notes for the full episode. Thank you so much. Please tell your friends as well. It means a lot to me.